is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 91. I'm your host, Riley, joined by Andy Nesbitt. We're back. We're we took a week back. Off. Shout out to my friend, Mike Benvenuto, who texted me last week. Where are you and Riley? Uh, why isn't there new content? You know, I was traveling at Pinehurst. You had a long week last uh, two weeks ago in New Orleans. Yep. And uh, we just couldn't get it done. But we are back here. We got a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about. So we're back. Yeah, we took a week off. Uh, long week in New Orleans. I think I worked. You were there forever, uh, man. I saw you tweet out Monday morning about Cafe Du Monde. I'm like, that guy's been in New Orleans for like a year. Dude, it felt that was the long. I mean, the days that we were there um, <laughs> were really fun. And we were doing a bunch of different stuff. Uh, man, I I don't think I could do that job. You're just Shout out. That- Shout out Shoop and um, Steve. You're, you're saying this out loud on a podcast that you can't do that job. I couldn't. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're covering a golf tournament. It's great. No, I know, but those are long days, man. It's yeah. a lot. You should try being a baseball writer. That's the worst job in all sports journalism. I couldn't imagine being a baseball writer. They're at the stadium every day from like three to like one in the morning, and then you God. come back the next day, three to one. And if your team's out of it, like a lot of teams are, most of the season, you're writing just shitty stories about a shitty team. I don't know how people do it. Yeah, imagine being, I mean, I can't even say anything because the Red Sox suck right now, but imagine being Terrible. like the Chicago White Sox writer. You got to write about that team every day. They stink. They're in, the, they're in the playoffs. They went to the playoffs last year. I know, but what are they this year? Like, What if you were like the uh, Cincinnati Reds? They're like 3-20 and 20 this year, and they're like everyone hates their owner. Their owner like threatened the team at the beginning of the season. Like They could move. Like, how do you, each day, like you're just giving up your life to go in there to write about a team that no one cares about? 162 but, times but forget about that you were in new orleans we last time we talked i haven't seen you since we were in new orleans and we went out that night before i left and i had a 5 a.m flight yeah and then yep. I, I missed my connecting flight in charlotte even though i was at the airport yeah yeah, yeah what, ha- <laughs> what happened <laughs> i saw you tweet about that what happened there we were in Char- we were in new orleans of course we uh had a did a live show on monday or from for, you know together for the first time then we played golf and then tuesday we we went and did some interviews on the course tuesday night we went out in the town i had a 5 a.m flight which i caught and i was stunned at how many people are in a new orleans airport at five in the morning on a goddamn wednesday morning so i fly to exhausted maybe an hour of sleep fly to charlotte i have like two hours there I have my boarding pass on my phone, you know, and I'm eating breakfast. And I look down my phone and says, yeah, 10, 13, um, 10, 13 boarding. I'm like, all right, finish my breakfast. I walk over to the terminal, 10, 13. I see on the, on the, on the screen, it says flight closed. And I go, sir, that can't be right. Right. And he goes, no, I go, it says here boarding 10, 13. He goes, that's departure. 10, 13 misread. I misread the boarding pass. It was such a gut punch with no sleep. And all of a sudden I'm like, and Jacksonville's not like this huge airport where they're like, here, there's another flight right down there. Two minutes, so you can get to Jacksonville. I had to go to the American Airlines lady and be like, what What do I do? And she's like, I can get you standby at 3 o'clock. And so I had to stay in the Charlotte airport from 10. Oh I, that was like 10, God. 15 in the morning when it happened till 3 o'clock where I barely got on standby. So you didn't get on a connecting flight until 12 hours after you were probably in the New Orleans airport. Yeah. And then That's I was sick. in. Yeah. It was a long day of tra- and there's no one to blame but myself. I, it was just a horrible feeling of like, all right, I can't do anything. I got to go kill six hours in the Charlotte airport. At least the Charlotte airport is like nice. No, it's not nice. You didn't like it? it? It sucks. No, it's uh, got like a couple candy stores and like just some shitty fucking fast food places. Everyone says, oh, at least it's nice. No, spend six hours in there and you'll go. That's just a generic crap 
airport, just like the rest of them. Oh, I wonder what um what airline did you fly? American. Hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think where what um what like gates I was where I was. I mean, there was restaurants in there, but like, are you really gonna be like, oh wow, at least there's this uh, Mexican restaurant I can sit at for nine hours while I wait for my flight that I missed? On my <laughs> That's own true. Call. I found one area where they had rocking chairs, like up on like a second floor where there's no one at. And I sat in this rocking chair and like, oh, sleep. I remember those. I remember oh, walk by those. It was brutal. It was a brutal trip, but New Orleans was great. We had a lot of fun in New Orleans. Yeah, seems New Orleans like was, was nine awesome. hours. Nine. It seems like it was like nine weeks ago. Yeah, that feels like a long time ago. But no, yeah, I had a long week. And then Sunday, uh, I got How was there. it? I know it was long days, but what was it like covering your first uh, PGA tournament? Uh, it was okay. It's a lot. Um, it's a lot of time in the media center, which I get, yeah. which I expected going into it. But like while you're there, it's like, man, I, I'm just sitting in a media center right now. Yeah, I, I got to walk the course a little bit. Um, nothing crazy special. It was actually kind of a boring golf course. If I'm going to be completely honest, the food yeah. was really good. There was a lady just working the media center the whole time, filling up snacks, but we had like new Orleans food there. Dumb. Uh, cafe Dumas was on the, go- uh, was on the range Wednesday, which was nice. Sick. Um, but yeah. And then the last day Sunday comes around, I'm covering the golf tournament right around like noon. I'm like, man, I don't like really feel that great. I don't really know what was going on. One mm-hmm. o'clock, I'm like, man, this is really getting worse. Uh, food poisoning. Oh, I no. I had to leave, and then I had to get up at four o'clock the next morning to, to fly home. Luckily, oh. luckily by my flight, I was fine. Uh, but yeah, that that was... Uh, Jesus, what do you think it was? What, what, what do you think did you in? No clue. I, I went out to dinner with my buddy from high school, or we, got, we uh, hung out a little bit the night before, and I can't even like guess what that could have been. Um, but it sucked. Damn, that sucks. Not good. I don't think I've ever gotten food poisoning in my life. It sucks. It's like the third or fourth time I've got it. It's like everything just exits your body at the same time. Ah, yeah, not sounds good. awful. But uh, you had a you had a much cooler weekend than I did because you were yeah. at Pinehurst. Yeah, I went to Pinehurst, and I have to tell you, I want to go back to Pinehurst every year of my life. Mm-hmm. It is the quintessential everything set up for a golf trip, like perfection. It's like. We stayed in this old hotel on the grounds called like the Carolina Hotel or whatever. And like the way they have Pinehurst set up, they have it set up so you don't have to think about anything except enjoying yourself. So they have shuttles going all the time. Oh, where you got you guys got a tea time on number eight? Okay, I'll take you right over there. You guys want to go down t- to the center of town and have dinner? We'll uh, drop you off there and just tell the owner to call us. We'll come pick you up when you're done. Like everything was so easy. Like when we first got there, we're walking up with our clubs and you know, a couple of the bad guys come out and they're like, you didn't come here to work. Give us your bags. And like, that was like the overall, like just like vibe of the place for the three days we were there. And like the amount of times I was like, this place is so awesome. I said that like, like a million times when I was there. Uh, I can't wait to go. It's everything. Everyone said it was, it's, it's even better than that. How hard were the, uh, everybody likes to talk about the Pinehurst greens. How hard oh! the greens Jeez, so for, we a played guy, for a guy that can't ship. Yeah, so it was great for not chipping because everything was so uh, there wasn't a ton of rough, so you could just Texas wedge it right. all, all the time. I cat. So the second day we played number two, third day we played number four, and we had caddies both days and just Texas wedged it around there. I started off on two par par par. Um, I tripled eighteen for uh, eighty six. Just played my mind off there. A lot of uh, fairways and a lot of like every approach shot there. The greens literally are just like you see them in the, the caddy. Be like. 
all right, you can't go left here. All right, you can't go long. All right, shorts to miss here. And you're just like, every time your approach shot's in the air, you're looking at the green going, oh, my God, please just please just land. Please just be okay. Please just be okay. <laughs> you know? And I got, I got lucky. Like, I didn't have a lot of bad leaves. Like, a friend of mine on a par five, he hit up uh, his approach shot from, like, 230 out, and it rolled up the, uh, rolled up the front onto the green. I'm like, great shot. And all of a sudden, it just stopped. And took a hard left down the hill and into a bunker. And like, you're staring at, you know, you're going from like an Eagle putt to like fighting for bogey. It was just just wild, but it was such number two is such a fun thought, thoughtful course. Like you're in a battle all day long, just like just locked in focus on every shot. And uh, I I couldn't believe how fun at number two was, but I feel like, I feel like we don't play a lot of that kind of golf, like courses that are that intricate and tough that you really have to be locked in the entire time. Yeah, it was fun. I was I was really like I really wanted to play well, and you start off par, par, par. Like I, so, first tee, I hit a, I hit a, I hit the fairway, middle of the fairway, and I'm like, come on, let's go, all right. And my caddy goes, I never seen someone get so excited about a 230 yard drive before. Yikes! And I'm like, it's in the middle. Of the, it was dead in the middle of the fairway. Like, it's in the middle of the fairway. That's all I've been thinking about this tee shot for months. Like I'm ready to go. And you know, I started par par par. I'm like, all right, let's let's play. And then I I, I duck hooked one on four. But uh, like, just the course, the bunkering, the layouts, the, the it's just it, it, number two is like midway through. I'm like, this is the best course I ever played. Better than Pebble. Better than Tory. Obviously, better than you know some of the other. I I can't get over how nice number two was. And then number four was just this ridiculously beautiful sprawling, you know, elevation changes. Just like number two, but just crazy elevation changes. And just, it, it was a stunning golf course. I couldn't be more jealous of you. Oh, it was honest. so great. So like they had a breakfast buffet. So you wake up in the morning, you go down and eat this breakfast buffet. It's got everything in it. It's included in your, in your, t- in your housing. You go out and you go play. We'd go play the cradle in the morning, the little nine hole pitch and putt, best pitch and putt golf course in the planet. Sure. Um, they tell you like you bring they give you they give you individual golf bags you know tiny golf bags so you bring like three clubs each hole has uh, a yardage marker next to the tee telling you what that what that yardage is for that day so they update it each day just so you don't have to bring a range finder oh right because it's on a one mat right everybody yeah, you hit off one mat you can spin the hell out of balls on the, off that mat and they have music playing they have speakers like in the trees playing music and people walk around with no shoes on. You're just hitting short shots. You're putting, and you're just like, this is so fun. And then you, you finish your round. You go in for a quick bite, and you're like, all right, I guess we're on the tee now at number two. This is this is fun. And like everyone's walking around. They're like, oh, isn't it? We're all on a golf trip. Everyone's just like, this is great. We're playing four. Okay, you're playing two. All right, you're going there. It's great. <laughs> it was just a, a phenomenal place. I can't wait to go back there. Hopefully next year. That's awesome. Like I could go back there if I do one golf trip a year. That could be my golf trip every year. And I'd be I'd be perfectly content. We got to do that trip. I know. I got. I. I. I want to go. Like I'm, a friend of mine was like, can, "Can you go in August?" I'm like, "What? Like we're not going in August. It's gonna be like nine million degrees there in August. Oh, we do it no. in October, or we do it in April." Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We played. We played a little golf in uh, New Orleans. I mean, I was shanking it all over the place. Uh, hope I think I'm yeah. cured. Um, but that golf course was awesome. That course about on the show last week. Audubon, Audubon, yeah. or whatever. Um, Audubon. It was so good. It was fun. And it was, uh, man, it feels like that was forever ago. God, like, that feels perfect. like two months ago. If you <laughs> yeah. told me that was two months ago, I would have believed you. Yeah. Like a perfect little city course where like when we were, when we were walking off the green on 18, like you'd see like a single walking up to the clubhouse and you, they would like peek at the first tee to see if like anyone was waiting and they'd be like, all right, no one's waiting. Like jumping in. Like that's the perfect 
city course of you get off at three or you have some free time. You're like, oh, I want to shoot over there and play nine. Like we didn't have that in Los Angeles here in Jack's. We got Jack's Beach Golf Course, but it's always full. Like it was just an ideal place to play golf in a city. Yeah, it was. We didn't have tea times. So we just showed up. Yeah, like, just hey, showed up. There you go. There, yeah, got out there. And like yeah. it was just everything they, they ran. That course is just perfect. Yeah. Uh, so last week on the show, we talked about Jordan Spieth because yes. he won um, whatever tournament he won. I already he forget. won uh, RBC Heritage. Heritage. God, I, I man, that feels that's crazy. That was only a couple weeks ago. He won the RBC Heritage after we said that he stunk at golf because of the Masters. Uh, we also said that John Rom stunk at golf mm-hmm. after the Masters. Uh, he, he, also, talks. he also won. So I don't know if the boys were listening and we got in their ear or whatever, and they got all you know motivated. Uh, since Should we they- said that these guys stink at golf, two of those guys have won in back-to-back weeks in the only two weeks since the Masters. So once again, we are taking credit for that win. Sometimes you need a pep talk. You need some tough love. You need less yes men and, and more, hey, what are you doing with your life, man? Correct. <laughs> and we, we played that role. But I have to ask you, does, th- does that win count really count for John Rahm? Um, uh, that's a great question. He was... He basically, he basically won a Corn Ferry event. He... That is borderline not exaggerating. I, I wrote I wrote a betting betting stuff for that tournament last week. I was having a hard time like picking names. That's how little people were in that golf tournament. Like if you went down there and didn't win, we'd be like, "What is is, is it, it time to talk about John Rom?" That's almost yes. I was thinking the same thing. Like if John going into that week, I'm like, "Man, John Rom is really plus four hundred to win that golf tournament." That's like prime Tiger Woods kind of numbers. That's how mm-hmm. weak this field is. If yeah. he doesn't win, that almost tells you more about John Rom that if he just wins, because he should win. He had to win that event. And yeah. props to I'm just kidding. Of course, it counts to win, but I, like props to him for winning it. But like when I was looking at the list of names for that week, like who's in, I'm like, who's in this thing? And like, blah, 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 like, Stuart, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, John Rom is in this thing. <laughs> like, what the, what? This caddy must have been like, wait, are you sure? Like, we're, we don't have the week up now. We're going down there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. There was, um, I'm not going to lie to everybody. I didn't watch a single shot. Yeah, I watched a lot on uh Well, I didn't watch a lot. So the Celtics were on Sunday. I watched them on Sunday to see if Rama could, could close it out. Yeah, nope. I saw, like, even on Twitter, like, I wasn't even really on my phone this weekend. I saw a couple shots from Rom on Sunday just because of Twitter, but I didn't watch a single. No ESPN Plus. I don't, did they even have PJ Tour Live this week down there? Yeah, I watched they them. Did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a single I was like, shot. I had Gary Woodland who made the cut. I've made a bunch of cuts. Yeah, he fin- he had top twenty five, right? He was one of my picks last week. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I haven't really. Tony Finau made a run on Sunday. Shut up, big Finau. Shut up, big tone. He did. He hasn't um, been in contention in a while. No, he has not. He's changing up his swing. I don't know if you've noticed uh, Tony's swing. I don't know how much you look at that stuff, but he's like really like hunched over now. Like he Is looks he? like he's in like a full squat, like he's at a squat rack. And Colt huh. knows I only really noticed it because Colt knows said something at the Masters. I'm like, man, he looks like he's like tanking a dump. Wow, because yeah, he had that stretch last year where he where he was in contention like every week, and uh, now it's been quite some time we've seen him on a Sunday. Yeah, so I don't know. He's a, he's playing in the Wells Fargo this week. I don't know who knows if he's going to win or compete, but. Yeah, he's got to be one of the most like inconsistent stars on the PGA. If I'm Tony Fina right now, I'm texting, I'm DMing either you or I and saying like, hey, can you say I stink at golf? Mm -hmm. I won't do it. You do. If you do, I'll win. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even. So Rom won. Shout out Brandon Wu. I haven't seen that name in forever. Tony Finau and Kurt Kitayama were in second. Hey, Davis Riley. I like Davis. 
I followed him a little bit at the Zerk. He was uh he was partnered with Zal Torres, right? Yep. And then when we were driving around in New Orleans, I don't remember. I think this was the day after we recorded the show. We saw David Lipsky mm-hmm. get in a car accident. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we were driving up to the uh, we were driving over to the course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they kept mentioning that throughout the week. I'm like, we we drove right past. And we then, literally he, saw it happen. We just saw it happen. And he yeah. said, like, yeah, the other t- the other people in the accident were fine. I remember seeing those cars. I'm like, I don't know if those people were fine. No, because we were yeah. concerned. We were like, yeah, Man, I really hope those people are okay because those cars were bad. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of Levski, T6, good week for him. But I mean, like these names, man. Yeah. Brandon Wu, Kurt Kitayama, Davis, Davis Riley, Aaron Wise, David Levski, Smalley, Trainer, who for some reason like has missed 60 of his last 70 cuts, but has like three top tens this year. I don't know how that happened. I don't like Smalley because every time I see, like every time I saw his name in contention last week, I thought it was uh, Smiley Kaufman. I got excited for a second. I'm like, Smiley. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, um, did you hear about that Murray guy and Kevin Na get into a fight on the range? Oh, yeah. Yep. That guy's, Murray kind, of a, says, that guy's kind of a scumbag, huh? Yeah. That Murray guy. I was going to fight you. Didn't he start it and like Kevin Na like fire back at him? Yeah, like, doesn't he know right. how these things work? If you say something, you know, and the other guy gets a chance to fire back, and if he zings you pretty good, you just shut you shut the hell up, and that's yeah. it. That's how it goes. That's yeah, how it's like. Oh, if, the, if we were out, I would have punched him. Like, all right, dork. Yeah, he seems like kind of a scumbag, isn't yeah. he? The one that uh, didn't he have to go to like rehab or something? Uh, I can't speak on that. I, think, I don't know. Gonna, I know he's uh, not going to get into it, but I think he was part yeah. of the. Yeah, I know he's just a, uh, he's just generally disliked by a lot of people, and just have to look at his Twitter feed. I didn't even I didn't even th- or his profile picture. I didn't even mm-hmm. think um he was still on the PGA tour. No, I think he's one of those guys that uh, gets starts every now and then. That's why like he was medical in exemption or something. Yeah, like fills the field when they have. Oh, uh, when the field's super weak, he's one of the guys they call into the like, yeah. call into the pen. Yeah, like come on need down. Murray in Mexico. Mexico. Like, oh, great! Yeah, come on <laughs> yeah, down yeah. to the Dominican Republic. You know? Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living it. Yeah, but not, not, I mean, now it's kind of douchey too. So it's like, yeah, it's like it is true. Golf Saudi, Kevin Na. Yeah, can't really make fun of Murray without making fun of Kevin Na. No. Kind of. Speaking of golf Saudi, and have you watched the Greg Norman uh, Thirty for Thirty on ESPN? The Masters one. Yeah. Didn't he say that he didn't regret not winning the Masters or something yeah. stupid like that? He had no regrets. I bet he had a couple. Yeah, but I tell you, I I think Greg Norman's a douche for everything he's doing for the Saudi thing and everything. Uh-huh. That 30 for 30 is so good. Is it? I haven't seen it. So good. It's like uh. they had they the camera crew got to bring um Norman to Augusta and they, they let him Augusta let him play uh the course by himself. And so they get all these shots of him playing like, you know, the holes that he screwed up on that Sunday. And then they interview him like kind of like Jordan, where you remember Jordan because the same guy that did uh, the Jordan documentary, the Bulls documentary. Gotcha. So they have Norman looking at the iPad while like watching the Yikes. podcast from uh, his choke job and they get his instant reactions to it. And like he's so open about it. And then Nick Faldo is phenomenal in it because, you know, of course, Faldo played in that final group of them and won the, the, the green jacket that year. And like, I can't recommend that documentary enough as like Damn. a golf as a golf dork. It's just, it's incredible television. I need to watch it then. It's so good. And which I hate Greg Norman. Which one is it called? Do you remember? Shark. It's, called oh, Shark. it's called Shark. Okay. Like the rise of him and like his career. And like he was, he was the number one in the world for a combined, like over 300 weeks, you know, in his career. Like when no one was doing that, he was the number one guy. And he's had these he's had these choke chops and God, it's, it's a really good documentary. Some people still consider him the best driver of the golf ball ever. Yeah. Yeah. 
he, was and he really almost good. won it in 86 when uh, Nicholas made that, when Nicholas got his big win at masters. Uh, it, I can't I tell you, it's a, it's a really good, and it's the same guy that did the, uh, what's that? What was up? Six series bulls one. So it's like that it's done in that kind of fashion. It's like, oh, really, I like that. really good television, like the interviews woven within everything. Yeah. It's so like good. That. Highly recommend it. Uh, speaking of him, I guess I saw Lynch wrote about it. Um, shout out Eamon. Yeah. I guess, I guess, uh, he said that 15 of the top 50 players in the world had agreed to do the Saudi thing and like took money for it already. And then yeah. when Phil went on his rampage, they all gave the money back and said, I'm out. Yeah. I, I, I quote tweeted that tweet with the classic Seinfeld. Like, Oh, it's a shame. Yeah. That's if, a shame. You know, that's a shame. He's like, they had all these guys had money in their pocket. And then Phil talked and they all, uh, ah, that's, that's a shame. That's, that sucks. That's Tell me more. So they had a lot of money and now they don't have that money. Ah, it's, that's gotta be, that's gotta be bad for them. But they have, um, they got one guy. I don't remember his name. Oh yeah. I, that, I know uh, he, he Garrigus. Robert he played Garrigus. well the first couple of days in New Orleans. I don't see how he finished, but he played well with Tommy two gloves. Caney. <laughs> what a, what a that ridiculous pairing. Uh, yeah, right. but he was like winning the Zerk at some point three days after he announced that he was playing in the whatever, yeah. in London or whatever. And um, yeah, so then Phil, I saw Phil, Phil has requested or got himself in the field for what the US Open and for the PGA coming up. Yep. And um, it looked like a, a video of him swinging. Man, we have so much that we haven't done yeah. a podcast in weeks. Um, yeah. A video of Phil came out, he was playing his local country club or whatever. He's yeah. fat again. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we all eat our feelings. Sometime, oh, right? oh, my God. I'm fat now, too. <laughs> yeah. If I was rich and, you know, did what I what he did and like you just you just have to hide away for a few months, my eating habits would have been horrible. Oh, my God. You just have to like drink wine all day and just eat yeah. like crap. Yeah, I'd be fat, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but when I he comes can't. back and I'm guessing he's going to come back for the PGA Championship where he's the where he's the if he does come back, if he doesn't come back to that, he's done for the year. Oh, yeah. The PGA's first. I keep forgetting yeah. that the PGA's in a couple of weeks, not the US Open. Yeah, so there is a couple of weeks. Yeah. Which is and then that's why we saw Tiger Woods last week. And by the way, did you see that picture of Tiger Woods? Did you see his right leg in shorts? Without a sleeve on? He's got the sleeve on, but his leg goes down like normal legs go down like this. His right leg, like oh yeah. I looked at it and it was and like I looked at the picture, I'm like, oh my god, that leg. How does he and like, I looked at all the replies and everyone's like, Oh my god, that leg. Oh my god, that leg. <laughs> like it's it's like it's stunning because you know, obviously when he played at the Masters, he had pants on. So when he went to Southern Hills for the practice round, he had shorts on. And if you look it up, like it just it, it's like a U-shaped calf. It I'm is like I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, look it up right now because He's wearing shorts with like a you know a compression sleeve over it, and I was just sat there looking at it like, how does he do anything? How is he able to to hit a golf ball with that leg? And he's at Southern Hills. And hills is in the name, and like all the practice shots I saw him hitting, there was a lot of hills that he was playing. There was playing on. He had to walk up a giant hill to get to a tee box. He looked good, but his right leg is is man, it looks bad. Oh my god, yeah, it is kind of yeah. crooked. It's kind of crooked. It's super crooked. Dude, it is kind of crooked. Look at it how it just juts out, just like whoop. Like wow, right down it really like that. does too. It doesn't look normal. Damn. I do remember one video coming out from um like the Masters. I think it was either on Saturday or Sunday. And like when he was walking, it was kind of like crooked. Like yeah, he like was kind of moving in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, that's weird. I wonder what's going on. It's because his leg is crooked. That's why. Yeah, it's like I I couldn't get over what that looks what that looks like now. 
Oh, it's just a picture of him with the um, with the uh, <laughs> the director of golf over there. That um, yeah, Patrick Reed's Justine Reed hated that. Yeah, so that was. I mean, that was a great thing too. Like, like he's not the, the burner account that's supposed to be Justine Reed that everyone suggested is allegedly Justine Reed. Uh, yelling about how it's unfair that Tiger can go to Southern Hills and can play around the golf with the director of golf there who knows the course and she thinks that's cheating because he's getting to learn more about the course. Like, what in the world are you doing? Yeah, and then I think, uh, I forget, I think it was Wesley Bryan replied and said, if any PGA Tour asked that guy to do the same thing, he would just do it. Yeah, you that's, just what, his, that's what his job is. Yeah, how you can I help you? Ask. I'm the director of golf. Welcome to my course. Let me tell you all the things about it. Let me walk you through it. Yep. Yeah, I, I guess the plan is he's going to play unless something goes terribly wrong in the next couple of weeks. But I heard that he's just going to play. I remember, yeah, I saw a quote after the Masters where he's, I think Nicholas said it, where he was like, he told Jack, he's like, I'm going to play in the Masters. He's like, it's going to hurt if I play next year, if I play this year. He's like, so why wait? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's just going to hurt and you're just going to have to play through it. Like, right. that's such a Tiger Woods, like, yeah, it's just going to hurt like hell, but it's going to hurt like hell next year. So I'll just play through it. <laughs> Yeah, the I mean, the only difference is he can get the body like more or his golf swing more used to body limitations, I guess. But like, if it's going to hurt like shit anyway, might as well just do yeah, it. And if you can now. get through, if you can get through Augusta, I mean, it's not, it's uh, you know, it's not the flattest course by far in the world. And it, from what I've seen of Southern Hills, from what I remember of it, Southern Hills looks very much like Augusta and those elevation type changes. Yeah. So it's like, hey, if you got through that, you know, under the scope of the Masters, under the scope of your first tournament back, and you made the weekend, might as well go play it if your body can do it. Do you think uh, getting off, going back to Phil for a second, do you think Phil would make like a smaller start before going to the PGA? No. Instead of making the PGA a media circus, he would go to like, I don't even know the small turn. I think the uh, AT&T Byron Nelson is the week before. Do you think he goes to the Byron Nelson and like gets that over with? No. Because Phil, what does Phil love? Attention. True. Uh, He's going to get a monster amount of attention. (laughs) He's going to be the, he's the villain coming in. Where he's the defending champ, where she's had the Wanamaker trophy by his side for like the last 12 months. Like, this is his, oh my God, that's Phil Mickelson music. And he comes stomping in, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back. I'm 40 pounds heavier. I got a burrito in my pocket. Let's go. <laughs> oh, God, Phil. Yeah. It's going to be, ha- I didn't, I haven't missed him. So if we get Phil and Tiger back for the PGA Championship, it's going to be bananas. Pair them together. It's gonna yeah, have the guts, PGA. Put them together. Have the guts. That's the pairing that you need to make. <laughs> Who would be the third guy in that group? Um oh would be, my would God. be a good bad guy. Put like a like a happy guy in there to be like peacemaker. <laughs> or like just be like, hey guys, this is crazy, huh? Look at me. <laughs> yeah. They just put Louis Ustizen in there again. Like, yeah, hey, Louis, exactly. you're like, oh, that's right. one of the guys that was coming to mind right away. Louis, Tiger, and Phil at the PGA. Or Victor Hovland, just like, isn't this cool, guys? I'm playing with Phil sick? and uh, Tiger. It's amazing. <laughs> wow. This is sick. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, the PGA is coming up in a few weeks. Can't it, wait. Is re- it is really. So to, uh, this is the Wells Fargo. And then what's next week? Uh, is we- next week the Byron Nelson and then the week after is the PGA? Or am I missing one in there? Uh, I looked at it last night and there's, I think there's two. Let me see the schedule here. No. Well, Byron Nelson's next week. And then the week after that is the PGA. Yep. Nice. Yep. Yep. So that's going to be exciting. Our, Our zoom is saying we have nine minutes and 45 seconds left. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I don't know how that works. How does that work? I thought we had unlimited zoom there. 
I thought we had unlimited Zoom too. I don't even know how this works. <laughs> how am I supposed to do this? All right, we're back. Technical difficulties. I hate Thanks, Zoom. Shout out Zoom. Um, but yeah, let's get into this now that I'm not rambling and trying to think about 20 yeah, different things. Yeah, you're focused. Time. Yeah, we're focused now. So it's time to talk about the, uh, the Wells, a little Wells Fargo action. Uh, Roy McIlroy betting favorite, obviously defending champ, although it is, like you said, it is not the same golf course. TPC uh, Potomac. I remember you called that, that event, that win. Didn't you call that like it was the best golf moment of the year last year or something? Oh, no, I, I, I joked that you probably would call it that. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Wells Fargo, baby. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, there's only Rory's the only golfer inside the top 10 in the world here. It's kind of another weak field. There's only three in the top 20. Tony Finau is 18th and Abraham Manser is 20th. So again, not like a super great field, which kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the golf course, TPC Potomac at uh, Avenel Farm is the total name. Par 70, 7,160 yards. So a little bit on the shorter side, kind of. It is a par 70, so it's not like crazy short, but ish. Key stats this week, driving accuracy, fighting fairways is going to be huge. Um, and then just ball striking. TD green is gigantic. You need to find fairways. You need to find greens around this place. It is a difficult golf course. The winning score is probably going to be right around 10 to 13 under if I had to guess. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the course fit, which I'm using a lot with my betting stuff this week, the best Mm -hmm. course fit. And it was almost like, it was like 98%. It's kind of ridiculous how well, or how similar the, these courses play river highlands in Connecticut for the travelers. Mm -hmm. They play very similar. So that's the course that we're going to be looking at trending. Uh, Rory in the field is actually first T33 miscut second Sepstraka T30 T3 miscut and Corey Connors T35 T6 T12 percent chance to win Rory McIlroy 5.7 Corey Connors 4.6 and Maddie Fitz baby 4.1 obviously because shout out Maddie Fitz. Uh, full betting odds right here. Roy McIlroy plus 750. Corey Connors is at 1,500. Tony Finau, Terrell Hatton, Matthew Fitzpatrick are all plus 2,000. Mark Leesman, Seamus Power, Gary Woodland, Keegan Bradley, Russell Henley, Max Homa, and Abraham Answer are all at plus 3,000. And for those people complaining and in my DMs about using plus 3,000, that means 30 to 1. Yes. If you were just smart enough, you would be able to figure that out on your own. But apparently no one knows how to convert no. that. So that is what that means. I cannot tell you the amount of people that message me. What does plus 3000 mean? I only use 30 to one. That's exactly the same thing. Put your thinking caps on. Come okay. on, folks. I don't want to hear that. All right. <clears throat> Who's your first guy? Well, there's, some, I'm looking at this now and yep. you know, home is there. Sergio's there. Leishman's there. Reed is there. Jason day is there. Um, Webb Simpson's there. Russell Henley's there, Tony Finau's there. So there's 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 some names there. I was gonna say, like, is this a an event where Rory has to pull a John Rahm like last week and win? Um oh, I don't think it's I don't think no. it's at at that level. No, I was about to make that argument and then I started looking down, like, okay, you can't make that argument. No, there's some there's some um there's some guys in this field. They're they're like bigger names, but they're a little bit further down just because they're not playing like the best golf. Before we joined this call today, I sent in both of my picks for my uh, pools. Um before the call. I got. I felt so confident in this pick. I said, "I'm going to make this pick right now. I'm going to send both of them in." Can same I? Guy, can I guess? Yeah, same guy in both leagues. Uh, Mark Leishman. Bah. Damn. Um, is it like a bigger name or is it a small guy? Uh, kind of small, but he's had some. He's had some good outings. He's he's not old. I'll say that he's the opposite of old. He's the opposite of old. So he's a young guy. Mm-hmm. Young guy. Pretty young. Middle of the pack. Has Very. been playing decent golf. You'd call if you saw him. You'd call him young. 
Oh, oh yeah, I have him too. Yep. Cameron Young. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, last we saw him at T three at Arbor Town, he had that second place finish at Riviera. Thirteenth uh, place Hill. finish. Second place finish at Sanderson Farms earlier this season too. 16th I know that's at the right. Honda. I mean, thirteen at Bay Hill, sixteen at the Honda after that Riviera run. Like he's been, he's just been all around there. So this seems like the perfect week for him to go in there and get a win. You know what scares me so much about Cameron Young is that mm. everyone is on Cameron Young this week. Are they really? Which I hate. I hate. I that. didn't hear his name at all when you were bringing up like the betting favorites or anything. Oh my god, he's like Every, that second tier guy that people are like. He's the guy. I'm, like I so on my Twitter account or whatever, like PGA Tours. I guess one of the like the topics they push for me to follow. So a bunch of tweets come up, and all the guys that like post their betting cards online are usually pop up on my Twitter feed or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would probably say ninety percent of the betting cards I've seen so far for this week have Cameron have Cameron Young on. Damn. Them. So what you're saying is I'm not original. Not original, but it's a smart play. He's playing great golf. He's a yeah. power hitter, but he's shown, especially at RBC Heritage, that he can play the courses where you kind of just have to dink and dunk the entire time. Yeah. I mean, to, I like to have that second place at Riviera and then to have that third place at such a different course like RBC, like he's playing really good golf this year. Yeah. People were a little surprised about the, the top five at RBC Heritage because it kind of, when you look at his game, it doesn't really fit, mm. but because he's such like a power. His backswing. He does everything really well. His backswing is the is like it's it's a perfect free lesson to sit there and watch it on like a Sunday and just how slow he brings it back. I was watching like Morikawa too, very slow on the tape back, and then it's just like and then the explosion through. Like just you don't have to pay for a golf lesson. Just watch Cameron Young this week swing a golf club. Slow, slow people, slow. I feel like that my takeaway is so fast. That's where everything gets going. Oh my yeah. god, I take my I take that club back so fast. It'll <laughs> like, I can't wait to do this. I can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Slow, slow, slow. No, I um, I also. By the way, I'm down to eleven point five. By the way, are you really? Yeah. Damn, that's like playing some really good golf. I gotta um, actually, you know what? After we get off this call, I'm gonna go start a hand. I shot an 86 on number two, and then the next day I shot an 89 on number four, and that brought my that brought my thing down quite a bit. Trending, I'm trending in the right direction. Hell yeah! Enough about me though. Enough about me. (laughs) I want to get down to a single in like a month. I think so. If you but if you put like one or two. Uh, maybe three rounds like that are in that same ballpark, like low eighties. It'll be, it'll get down to like a nine pretty quickly. Let's go. Um, I kind of have a weird one. I do. I do have like a couple bigger names to keep an eye on, but I do kind of, I have one weird one. Not actually not even weird. He won a couple weeks ago or like a month and a half ago. Who? Seb Straka. Seb. Yep. Um, finished T nine at the players, T 30 at the masters, T three at the RBC heritage. He won the Honda a couple months ago. I brought up TPC River Highlands being like the best course comparison for the week. He finished top 10 in Connecticut last season. So his game kind of fits the style of golf course. He's playing really good golf. He already has a win under his belt this season. Uh, he's plus 4,000 to win. Sep Straka. Top 20 plus 250. I like it. Yep. I like a guy that you love. You love this guy. Uh, Mav? Nope. Ah, damn. You can't get enough of this guy. You, your pre-shot routine, you've, you said you've, you've, you've tried to copy his pre-shot routine. I did. Yeah. You said that was something I, want, I said. Yeah. You're like, I want to be just like him. And like, it's, dude, I remember in New Orleans, like, does this look like him? And he kept doing it. I'm like, yeah, it does. Can you hurry up? Oh, stop being an ass. Now it's oh, going to be somebody that takes forever. Can you hurry up? Can you stop twirling your club like every two seconds and hit the ball? Oh, no. I don't even want to. Uh... <laughs> Keegan Bradley, baby. <laughs> I don't know if there's someone 
Keegan Bradley is probably in my like top five least favorite golfer. <laughs> you said you wanted to be more like him, so that's God, cool. I hate but it's interesting how you said this course is like uh, uh, River, River Highlands, right? Yeah, and that's a New England golf course. And where's where's Keegan Bradley from? New England. Mm-hmm. So I mean, everything is good. And he's got five top fifteens in 2022. Is he a is he a Vermont guy? He's Vermont, but he was raised in Boston, in Hopkinton, where they started. Oh, okay. Right. He played, I knew he played high school golf at Hopkinton High School. Got you. It sucks that like our guy is just so annoying. That stinks. Yeah, you love Keegan. Yeah, love Keegan. Love that. <sighs> Keegan Bradley. Five top 15s. I really, I, I really, for, I, I know you didn't take him for your survival pool, so I can say this. I, I hope mm. he misses the cut so I don't have to watch him on TV. <sighs> man yeah um okay so i am gonna say you said his name in passing when you were talking about a bunch of guys on the um on the betting odd sheet um big leash yep the aussie uh i think everything the stars are kind of aligning for him to have a pretty good week he hasn't been playing like great golf Mm -hmm. but he did play in the Quicken Loans National in 2017 and 2018. He tied for fifth in 2017. He tied for 13th in 2018. Um, last year at the Travelers, he finished solo third, one shot out of that playoff between Harris English and Kramer Hickok. So he was right there. Mm-hmm. So he's played great at this golf course just a couple of years ago. Had a really good chance of winning at River Highlands last year. Uh, they play. He played okay at the Zurich. Um, his season has been kind of a little bit up and down, kind of a mixed bag, but I do like Mark Leishman this week. Remember when we got to first got to the course in New Orleans on that Tuesday and we got to sit like 10 feet from stand 10 feet from like Leishman and uh, Cam Smith and they're just chipping. I've gone back and watched the videos. I took Cam Smith's chipping just to like try to get, like, get that tempo because like we just sat there. I was in awe of just like, look at these guys and how just effortless it is. That's how I've actually been um, my swing thought when I've been practicing my short game the last since I've been back is just Cam Smith. Yeah, it was like buttery. It was it'll it would blow everyone's mind. I'm sure a lot of people listening have seen professional golfers chip close up, obviously. But Cam Smith looks like he's doing it in slow motion and it's just perfect. I I watched the video and I count. It's like one, two, one, two. And each one is like perfectly in the air bounces right next to the cup sits right there yeah. and like leishman was next to him like hitting high ones and like the two of them are just like totally different ways to get to the pin and i was just sitting there like totally golf nerd like this is this is cool huh yeah <laughs> this is pretty cool yeah but you guys are good at chipping that must be fun <laughs> yeah, that must that be like that must be sick wow you guys don't <laughs> like get scared over these shots like I, that must be cool <laughs> you just walk up to a chip shot like not even thinking like oh, I'm, oh man i'd love to have that uh, could you imagine getting up into a chip shot just knowing you're getting it up and down? I'd yeah, love to know like, that feeling. It's like, yeah, whatever. Just give me my little wedge. I'll, just, I'll do a little three skipper in there. Doink, doink, doink. Yeah, but Leishman's a good pick. I always, Leishman's, I feel like Leishman's have a lot more wins in his career. He's just such a steady guy. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah. So I think my three outright bets this week are going to be your boy Cameron Young, mm-hmm. Leash, and then uh, Matty Fitz. Yep. I don't know if I don't think Matty Fitz played at that that golf course a couple years ago. Um, I honestly don't even know if he plays at River Highlands very well. I do know that this golf course is harder than uh, River Highlands, and Matty Fitz usually plays better when the golf course is like much tougher. Like you yeah, think Matt, of Bay Hill, you think of Sawgrass, you think of those kind of golf courses. Matty Fitz usually plays those, and and like 
it's not that long. So it's hard, but also right. like not that long. And that kind of fits Maddie fits perfectly because he's like not a bomber. Yeah. And if Maddie Fitz is in the is in the field, you're you're likely picking him. A hundred percent. No matter what. Because it's the Scotty Scheffler syndrome that I'm going. Look what you right did now. to Scotty Scheffler. You've, pre- I, you've made so many winners out of guys this, this year. I rode Scotty Scheffler for a year waiting for his first win. I'm officially now doing with Maddie Fitz and Willie Z. Those mm-hmm. are my two guys. I'm riding yeah. them until they win. And that's this week and, Willie and Z's Mav. not in the field. So I gotta take Maddie. Yeah. Mav too. McNeely. Mav, but I I'm slowly like falling out of love. Ooh, that's hard. Yeah, he's lost me too much money at this point. So oh, it's, it's kind of like, mm, what are you going to do? But yeah, you're like, it's not me. It's you, Matt. It's, 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 it's you. It's, it's absolutely him. It's, it's not you. Really <laughs> yeah. You like Corey Connors at all? He's got four top 12s in his last six starts. Yeah, he's playing really good golf. His game, he's going to have to learn how to putt. I mean, he is just right. a very bad putter. I love that all the announcers on TV think that he's a really good putter. They always bring it up like, man, Corey Connors, he's a great putter. I mean, he stinks mm-hmm. at putting. I don't know where they get that. But his tee to green game is ridiculous. So if his putter shows up one week, he's probably going to end up being having a chance to win. So I yeah. like Corey Connors. He's just very consistent. Hits a bunch of fairways, hits a bunch of greens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Keegan Cameron. Cameron's my, my my big pick. I haven't missed a cut in a long time. I know I shouldn't be saying all this because wow. I miss a cut, but I'm feeling very confident in Cam Young. Send it. Yeah, I love Cam Young. Uh, there's a couple guys. I wrote my uh, my sleeper thing already. There's a couple of yep. them um, just for the vibes only. And I kind of make fun of this man too much when I bring up examples, and he doesn't deserve that. Brian Harmon. Shout out Brian Harmon. Oh, yeah, he was my pick. I picked him to win the uh, match play. Yeah. Um, shout out Brian Harmon. We picked you already this year, but win the whole match play. The last time the Wells Fargo wasn't at Quail Hollow, Brian Harmon won it. He's a Wells Fargo champ. He never won at Quail Hollow. Okay. Um, he tied for fifth at the RBC Heritage. Or no, not at the RBC Heritage. I wrote that twice. I gotta edit that. Shout out. I'm editing out. My, my my piece yes. live on the air right now. He tied for fifth at the now I have to remember. Was it the Honda? Harmon this year? No, it wasn't the harm. It wasn't. Uh, which one did he? He was in the mix. God. Uh, it might have been Honda. He always plays well at the Honda, I feel like. Valspar. Sorry, folks. At the Valspar. Valspar. Yep. So he's played some decent golf. Um, he tied for fifth in Connecticut last year at TBC River Highlands. He actually usually plays that course pretty well um, up in or down in Connecticut. So. Harmon plus 6,000. I don't know if I would bet on him to win, but if your book offers like top 40 bets, if you can get Brian Harmon for plus money, that's probably a good one. That's cool. Uh, Kevin Streelman is another one for like a top 30, top 40 bet. He tied for 17th here in 2017, 30, uh, 32nd in 2018. Uh, he really likes River Highlands. He was a runner up in 2020 to DJ T15 in 2019. Um, like five, six weeks ago, top 10 at the Valspar, top 20 at the Valero. So he's played good golf recently and likes um, River Highlands. So always nice. good to. Uh, I had him winning that whole WGC match play. Who, Brian Harmon? Yep. Yep. You did. You did. See that Dustin Johnson got married, by the way. Finally. Shout out. Shout out DJ and Paulina. Is Paulina Paulina Johnson now? Did she oh, change her last that's name? Because that's, that's probably question. Because when it goes against your brand, you kind of keep the yeah. your normal name, right? It's got to be tough to give up the name Gretzky. Has to be. You know? Yeah. Gretzky. You can't give up Gretzky. I mean, even if if you go somewhere and they have no idea who you are, when they see that last yeah. name, that's like seeing like Jordan. 
and to go yeah to go from Gretzky to Johnson like Johnson's the most normal oh, name normal name of last all. name Johnson last name uh, Gretzky there I don't I, there can't be another Gretzky in the world no no is there and another the, is there another American family with the last name Gretzky, Gretzky right now if I, I'm Dustin Johnson I might take Gretzky I take her I take her name Dustin Gretzky Dustin Gretzky. Gretzky man it sounds terrible but the last name is way better <laughs> it'd be so cool oh my god that'd be such a Dustin Johnson thing to do too I, oh man uh this week uh Dustin Johnson's name is now Gretzky everyone please <laughs> DG. that'd be incredible DG Gretzky you want to hear a, a super weird name that just uh, had a lot of success at this golf course when it was the Quicken Loans yeah I don't. I, I think I could give you a hundred tries. You wouldn't name this person. Man, Come on. All right, first one. Um, yeah, let's go through a hundred guesses to see if you get them. Um, man, a random golfer, Luke List. No, no. Shout out to your buddy that won a bunch of money because of me because of Luke List. Yeah, seven hundred dollars. Yep. I don't know who is it. Sung Kang. Oh, I never got it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, if you don't look at it, he has played like garbage this season. I think he missed five straight cuts and then he finally made a weekend of the Mexico open, but I think he still finished outside the top 50, uh, at the quick and loans in 2017, he was, he tied for fifth. And then a year later in 2018, he finished solo third. Wow. So something about this golf course, he really, I mean, he's playing like dog shit, but if you're just looking at, if you're just looking at course history, Sun Kang, shout out Sun Kang. Sun Kang. What do you think about, uh, this gentleman's name? Do you think this guy will make the cut? Yes or no? Ricky Fowler. Yes. Shout out. I'm on the Ricky Fowler. You had him a couple weeks ago, right? And he didn't make the cut. Yeah, I'm back on him. Let's go, Ricky. It's been too long. I I thought thought the downfall was funny at one point. Now it's not funny to me anymore. I want Ricky to do really well. Um, And I'm pretty sure he had like two really good finishes here when the tournament was at the Quicken Loans. He is a plus 400 for a top 20. Love that. Ricky. What, what is it just to make the cut? Oh, they don't have it. God. That's the t- typical I should have had. That, that would have been a great. That would have been a great bet. Yep. Uh, let me double check that. Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't have the guts to do it. Come on. I Will think Paul he does. Casey, here's one. Will Paul Casey make the cut? Plus 162, no. Minus 230, yes. He, of course, he's has these back injuries. Pulled out of like the last two events he's played in. I think that'd be a good pick to not make the cut. Right. Yeah. You say yes. And then what if he if WD's on like the third hole? Right. Like there's a good win. chance. Then you win. Paul Casey out there could, help, could make you some money out there. I don't hate that at all. Actually. <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> he's such a random name to have on there. They're top, when they're make, make the cut or not. <laughs> yeah. That is a really random name to choose. Why would you choose Paul Casey? Like, yeah, Paul Casey. Like you look, yeah. Remember he went to the first tee, like all three days of the, of the match play and didn't play. Yep. Pulled out of um, did he pull out of the Masters? If he's pulled out of others since then. Yeah, he pulled out of the um, uh, he pulled out of the Valspar because I wrote about that because he's like won that tournament twice I think. Right. What a weird person to choose make the cut. That's a what's good Tony. Pick. What's Tony Fee now to miss the cut? Uh, Plus two thirty to miss the cut. Okay, Paul Casey's results. He would, yeah, Paul Casey withdrew from the Masters. Uh, he finished third place at the players, but then he, he pulled out of the uh, basically pulled out of the match play and withdrew from the Masters. That's the last time we saw him was at the Masters. WD. Damn. 
That could be a that could be a good bet right there. That could be sneaky. sneaky. I think that I mean I have Bo Hostler on my list. He tied yeah. for six at the Quicken Loans in 2018. Uh, just finished inside the top five at the Valero like a month ago last year. Uh, top ten at the Travelers. Um, but I don't know really know if I maybe Bo Hostler for like a top forty might be worth it. I don't really yeah. trust him to finish in the top ten, but top forty might be worth it. And is your guy Rory going to win it all? Is going to win? Um, I do think he has a. I do think he has a good week um, because you think like the yardage, like oh, there's going to be a bunch of wedges. I guess most of the approaches on this golf course come from like outside 175 yards. I think that's perfect for him. Yeah. Just get the wedges out of the bag and just hit every approach from 170 yards, and he'll be fine. With three majors coming up, I'd love to see Rory just like run away with this thing, set himself up for the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. Will he do that though, or will he do a classic Rory, you know, eight under sixty four on Saturday, Sunday, get a top ten? I think we have to start talking about it. Might be a good game plan for Rory McIlroy to start missing cuts all the time. Ooh, before major championships. Oh, okay. Remember before the Masters, I'm like, man, Rory really plays well after missed cuts for some reason. And then he and then he didn't almost win the Masters, but yeah. solo second. Yeah, I think that should start being the game plan. Just play the know. week before every major. Play like the cut. Shit. And then, and then that's it. Rory's got to do something. He needs to have a big summer this year. He does. He does. Yeah. Hopefully, this is the year that he wins a major. Also, I don't know what I'm going to do. 2014. <laughs> can you? You don't know, what, like, you don't know what you're going to do. What are you? Gonna... <laughs> dude, it's been it's been seven years. It's gonna if he doesn't win, it's gonna be eight years that he has not won a major championship. What was his last major? Was that uh, Kiowa? No, no, Kiowa was his. Second major, I think. Um, he won the 2014 uh, Open over Ricky Fowler at um, man, I forget the golf course. I think that was his last major, anyway. Uh, I, I should probably know that. He won, yeah, 2014. He won the PGA and the uh, Open Championship. Yeah, and he also won the WGC that was sprinkled in there too. He won three three tournaments in a row. I'm pretty sure. The Open Championship that year was at Royal Liverpool Golf Club. Royal Liverpool. Yep. 2014 PGA was at Valhalla. Valhalla. That's when he had to finish, and that's when he had to rush to finish in front of Phil Mickelson yep. when it was getting dark out. Yeah, he drove into everybody. Yeah, Phil's like, "What the hell's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Like, we got to yeah. finish this tournament. We got to yeah. go." Yeah, we wrap this thing up. <laughs> yep. Although he did win the U.S. Open down the street from TPC Potomac at Congressional, I'm pretty sure that's like not that far away from where they're going to be this yeah. week. That's no, right down the road. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, I'm going to try to finish up my work for the day soon and maybe go uh, continue to get rid of these shanks. I've been on the range. I played golf. I didn't play that great, but um, my shanks seem to be uh, subsiding, which is good news. Yeah, that's good. You saw Thanks. it in person. I yeah. told you I had the shanks. I didn't even know if you thought you believed me. And yeah. then I did. Your last shank on was 17 where you almost killed the people on the first green. Might have been the best shank I've ever hit. It was like a 90 degree shank where like, like, you yelled four and they didn't even move because they're like, no one can hit us. Like, we're not nope. near anything. Yep. And all of a sudden, this ball went flying right past him. It wasn't even like sometimes you can hit a shank where the ball kind of hits the club face. That was. Yeah the absolute hosel of the golf club. It was, that, sick. Was a to- that was a total hosel. Oh, it was sick. Yeah. But it reminds me of the, so the Norman doc there, he's watching the Sunday final round and he watches his approach shot on nine and he hits it short and it rolls down. And the, the, the 
documentary guy goes like, was there a moment on that Sunday where you felt like, uh oh, and he, he looked right at his iPad. He goes, it was that shot right there. He goes, I hit it thin. You hear it? He goes, I hit it thin. I knew I was, I knew I was in trouble. <laughs> like, oh man, <laughs> thin on nine at Augusta knowing like you got the back nine coming up on Sunday. Yeah. Like, okay. And there was one on eight, I think on eight where he regripped his club for like 27 seconds. And even Faldo was like, I saw that. I was like, he doesn't normally do that. He's like, right then I knew he was in trouble. Oh God. Like, and they just show him just, they just show him regripping it and they show him watching him regrip it. <laughs> and you're like, yikes. Whoo! <laughs> actually is that is that on like espn, ESPN plus oh yeah. i have that i'll watch it right yeah now. it's really good it. there's a director's cut there's like an hour 18 one watch that one all right i'll watch that right now after we also are you watching winning time on hbo i just started watching that i binged it the last two days it's so good is that with uh bomani no uh, it's a lake it's a Lakers show oh yeah Oh, no. Was it remember the bomani guy that used to be in ESPN? Yeah, Bomani jones yeah he has a new show on hbo doesn't he yeah, he's got a sports show, Man, but this one is, is the uh, this is the John C. Riley playing uh, Doctor Bus for the Lakers, and it's about Magic's like rookie year. With the oh Lakers. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I haven't started it, but I know what you're talking about. I yeah, I hadn't started it, and finally, like Sunday, I watched I watched the first episode, and I'm now like caught up. Like I, it's such a fun show to watch. Oh damn, what's what show am I thinking of? I got it. The Bobani Jones one. It's like it's it's like a talk show, yeah. right? Yeah, he's got a new show, but it's. I thought the name of it was very similar to that. That's why I got him mixed up. But no, I haven't started the MJ one. Yeah, watch the the Match Johnson one. Yep, I got a watch lot of those stuff. Two to, I got a lot of stuff to watch. Yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna try to get out there play some, my golf game right now. I can't. I can't. Um, can't complain about any of it. I do you do? Language. Do you do like shadow swings in your house? No, no. Sometimes I'll take a wedge out and just like do hit a couple of really bad um, imaginative uh, fake chips. And I'll be like, Oh, I'm going to put that club away for a while. Interesting. I don't need that bad juju on me. Mm-hmm. Do you go to the range at all? Or do you just play? Um, I, play, I go range a little bit. Our range isn't great. It's very Sandy. So we have the mats a lot. Um, wow. I go to the chipping range a lot, but I'm, I'm masterful there. When I get on the course, I'm not, but it's everything's starting a little bit better there. But, uh, but before we play, I hit like 10 balls. I'm like, let's go play. Interesting. I feel that I don't usually yeah. actually there's not a lot of times that I get the opportunity to hit range balls before a round like I go to the range a lot but then when I show up to play golf like I get out of the car and go to the first tee which probably isn't great yeah oh man we'll just start right, let's go get some lunch yeah let's go eat I'm gonna go watch that Greg Norman thing and then watch uh, the so- Greg Norman thing you're gonna it's it's great golf tell you're gonna love it all right, I will. It's so, so well done. It's just Norman walking alone through Augusta. They let him incredible. walk alone through Augusta. That's incredible. I'm going to go watch it right now. Yeah. Uh, so, Nat, what do we got on the show next week? We'll probably play golf at some point this weekend. We'll talk about that. But then also the, recap the Wells Fargo. And then next week's tournament, I said it already, but I forget, Byron Nelson. Mm-hmm. Is it the AT&T Byron Nelson? They have another golf tournament. They Thanks have two. So, yeah. Unbelievable. Good for them. Yep. And then... um. And then we got a major to start looking forward to, hopefully. Yep. Which is fun. Could be Phil and Tiger, the return of Phil. Could be the return of Phil Mickelson. Yeah, we got some fun months of golf coming up. I didn't think he was going to play in the PGA, to be completely honest with you. No, I still don't think. I don't know if he is. I, 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 I thought he might be done for the year, but if he comes back for this, he's not done for the year. No, definitely not. But if he misses it, I think he's done for the year. I think I, I also think that. All right, folks. Well, enjoy the Wells Fargo, and we will talk to you guys uh, next Tuesday. See ya.